Welcome to the Rough Road Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Steele. Today, I'm joined by my good friend, Matt Baldwin. Will you introduce yourself, please? Hey, what's up? Um, I'm Matt Baldwin. I'm 44, and I am a divorcee, and I have two children. Two children. How are your kids? Uh, 13 and 15. 13 and 15. Yep. And how long have you been divorced? Um, I've been divorced now uh, for two years. Two years. Yep. Separated oh. for three. Right. Um, my children were uh, 11 and 13 at the time of the divorce. Gotcha. Yep. Cool. So I'm going to ask you a question, mm-hmm. and I want you to answer it. Sure. It's a funny question. Okay, doke. Uh, I do this sometimes, not all the time. It's a kind of a funny one. So if you were trapped in a closet for 30 minutes, okay, would you rather be trapped in there with water moccasins or with a chimpanzee holding a grenade what the? with a severe sense of curiosity? Um, the chimp. I'm interested. The chimp. <laughs> so you want to die, basically. <laughs> I you like, know he's going to grab that pin and you're done. You know, I'm, I'm picturing Curious George. Very innocent. Very, I mean, he does make a lot of mistakes, and, uh, but uh, I think that uh, I could be friends with him. Okay. You think you could talk him down? Okay. Yeah, talk Got him it. down. Yeah, you know, figure out what's going on there. Maybe help him out. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I would choose the other one. Because <laughs> if you just don't bother him, they're usually okay. Yeah. So I've heard. Okay. A chimp, if it's... Yeah, you're done. You're going to be dead if that was the scenario. So... <laughs> Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about um, your divorce. That's why we. That's why. Um, yep. You mentioned that. So correct. Why don't you uh, walk us through that? Walk us through uh, the yeah. scenario. Well, um, how long were you married? Sixteen years. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So married for sixteen years. I could actually like let's just start sort of from the beginning. I, I okay. would I would split the marriage into. For the purpose of this conversation, I would split it into maybe groupings of five years. I know that doesn't equal 16, but, you know, roughly five years. Um, the first five were fantastic. Um, did a lot of thinking back of the early days, and, and things were good. I would, I would categorize the second five as... Would you a, say great? I would say, yeah, it definitely started out great. Okay. Um, the second five would be a decline, right? So I, right. I feel like there was this slow decline. Um, In what way? Yeah, so there, there was no, there's, so this is a divorce case where there, or a marriage where there was no real, there's no abuse, no verbal abuse, by either um, party. no physical abuse by either party, um, things just faded, right, gotcha. it's the best way. It, to, you fell to, out of love. Totally fell, yeah, totally fell out of love. Okay. From my, so again, you know, I, I'll be speaking from my perspective, right. yeah, I totally fell out of love. Um, to me, I, you know, I would state that it was clear that the other side was doing the same um though there's been some disagreement on that um but yeah just total decline um falling out of love now friends we we you know great friends um as far as parents go very good parents i would say very involved um our parent there was no issues there um you know and i think most people know others who have gone through a divorce or know people who have gone through a divorce and certainly, you know, the, they've heard the phrase, you know, we're, we're more like roommates than we are a couple. Right. right? And, that, and that, that would be, that's my situation. Gotcha. Um, and that was the second five years is when you started noticing Yeah, that, that started to happen in the second five years. I, yeah. And I would split the, the last five into, you know, from my perspective, into total frustration, loneliness. Because okay. um, you start to realize, you know, there's a point where you recognize 
the decline. And, you know, I started going through these, yeah, that, yeah, that third five, it was like, I would see a loving couple in public and get frustrated, anger. There's a lot of anger going on. Mm-hmm. Um, wondering why I couldn't have stuff like that, right? So, I, you know, something to know about me is I'm, I'm actually a sensitive guy. Um, and <laughs> I, I really thrive on um, affection. So you're a touchy-feely guy. You I like, am a bit of a you, touchy-feely you guy. You like to... Yeah, I like affection. Um, and, and I think that would be very clear from the first five years. I don't... You know, so what, something you could ask me is, like, wh- what was the thing... What right. was the thing that, that cat, you know, was a catalyst to make everything decline? And right. I, I could really... I've actually tried really, really hard to think back and figure that out. And I couldn't tell you, right? It's, it's, a, it's not one thing. Was it differing work schedules? Because I know, I know you had a different work schedule than she did. Um, well, she, yeah, so I would obviously probably be a part of it. So I would label her and I don't mean this to be a negative thing because it's, everyone is who they are. Right. And it's not necessarily a negative thing, but she definitely was a work and schoolaholic, right? Like many degrees, uh, multiple bachelor's degrees, master's degree, multiple certificates. So she did a lot of schooling and while doing a lot of work, full-time school, full-time work constantly. And then that actually evolved into two full-time jobs. I remember at one point, I I couldn't even remember which year, I was like, hey, we need you around the house more. Can you um, get rid of one of your jobs, right? So she she worked full-time for a company, and then she was starting her own business. And at that point, you know, we we took the risk that she would do her side business full-time. And it did work out. So... So she did go back to a single job, but when you're running your own business, it's extremely busy. Yes. Um, what she would say about me is that I was really busy as well because I'm a gamer and right. I like to play video games. And in fact, Lee, I think... Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah, that's how we met. Playing Destiny 1. Playing Destiny, right? And we would play Destiny a lot. Yeah. Three, um, three or four times a week. Yeah. You usually tell two in the morning or so. Yep. So the, the last six years of my marriage, the first three of those six... I worked on a startup, um, so I was now doing my own side right. business, and I would I would come home, um, you know, do the family thing. So homework, you know, I would come home. She'd hand off the kids to me. We would do homework, eat, get to bed. Um, she'd be doing her, you know, her business, and then I would go work on my startup. And I th- did that for three years. Uh, that burned me out a lot because I'm a programmer. So I'm programming all day long, and I'm right. programming on the site all, all night long. And even though I'm passionate about my business, um, it just I just got burned out. Right. So, you know, we could do a whole podcast on starting a business and all the, the frustrations of that. But um, then it switched. So then I got burned out by that, and it switched to destiny, right? So we had this separate life. Like, it, you can kind of pick up on that. Come home. She's off working. Um, I'm helping the kids with homework. I, she was. She did make dinner, so she would pause, come out, make dinner. Um, kids would go to bed, and we would part our ways. And she would go work. I would go work on my stuff, and then I switched to playing right. video games instead of work. But basically, we live separate lives. Go to bed at different times, um, etc. Right. So that that was our life, and um, we had good family time in that we went on great vacations, that kind of stuff. But um, she and I did not have a relationship, really. Your roommates. Roommates, yeah. I mean, we couldn't come. We didn't come together on much. Like, I went to concerts by myself early on. We went. We went together. But I'm talking about now. We're in the last right. five years. I, I went to concerts by myself. I went to movies by myself. And some people think that's weird to go to a movie by yourself. I'm so used to it. Like, I, I did it. 
for I, so many years. I go to movies by myself too. Right on, man. <laughs> Probably because you see stuff your partner yes. doesn't want to see. Yes. That makes sense, but we just didn't really do much together. My wife, um, yeah. she doesn't particularly like to go to the theater um, because of stuff she's read about, you know, being on the seats and whatever, like, you know, oh, lies. Interesting. And germ stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she doesn't it, She doesn't particularly like it. She will go if it's if it's something she really wants yeah. to see, she'll go. I could see, yeah, if you but, think about that stuff, yeah. Well, yeah, like... I try not to think about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time she told me that, I was like, I've never even thought about that, and I wish she never would have told me. Exactly. There's something... I'm still going to go to the movies, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I I go so alone for a different reason, but yeah. That's, yeah. So, <clears throat> very, very much uh, living separate lives, and a lot of it is, yeah, sure, taste or whatever. We didn't... Uh, for some time, we watched TV together every now and then. Um, there were a few shows we would watch together, but they weren't really my shows. They were hers. So I, I got, I was like, eh, I'd rather not. Like what? Like uh, Amazing Race. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and American Idol. We huh? did, we actually did watch American Idol for a while, <laughs> but I I just that shows dumb in my opinion. No offense yeah. to everyone who loves American Idol, but um. Anyway. So it got to the point where. Um, I, the frustration had mounted and, you know, so we're going to get into a phase of conversation that I might embarrass myself, but that's okay. okay. Um, because I, would rather actually be on What's, what might be cool about this podcast, right. Is, is to get a look into a totally open and honest, um, right. case, if you will. Mm-hmm. Now divorce is interesting in that every couple, it's totally different, right? Yep. Every, there's a lot of similarities. I've actually talked to a lot of people now. I have, I have friends who have gone through divorces. There's a lot of similarities between all of them, of course. Um, but why and what's going on is completely different. But I would say we, I got to this phase where I was doing bad behavior. Um, and I realized that my behavior was negative, but I was desperate. Um, I really, really wanted a um, affectionate relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? I really missed having basically a relationship. Right. Um, my wife and I were not very active at all in any form okay. of a relationship for many, many years. Um, so here I am doing this destructive behavior. Um, I'll go ahead and list them. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's not that bad. So I, 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 I would go to strip clubs. Okay. All right. So... So my view, here's but you my, would leave your ones in the car, right? You my ones? No, yeah. I, I bring those puppies in. Okay, but so my here's my view on strip clubs, um, which is fascinating. Not really, is if there's there's a difference between you know a bachelor party, um, going with your friends and having fun, and going there by yourself. To me, if you go to there by yourself, there's a problem, right? The problem could be that you're single and lonely. Go for it. You know, right. do do what you got to do. If you're married and lonely, it's obviously a problem. Right. Um, so that so I was looking for affection, believe it or not. That's what I went there for. Did I, you find affection there? I did not find affection there. What I found are a few good actresses on affection, <laughs> and but nothing real. There's nothing like the real thing, you know. Right. Um, and yeah, I, was, I did not find what I was looking for there. So then I took that um, and I, I started um, doing cam girl stuff. Right, so I started going out, and um, because you could sit there and you could chat and stuff, right. and um, and they're good actors too, and they're very good actors, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyone you're paying <laughs> for this stuff is obviously fake. It's just a fantasy, but the right. fantasy, you know, at first the fantasy helps a little bit. You feel a little bit better, right? 
Um, but in her, and another thing, kind of related, but not this isn't bad behavior. Is um, I was very excited when we got a dog. Believe it or not, just getting a dog that alone helped for a long time, right? Really? Yeah. So I, I had my loving relationship with my kids, but I always felt like something was missing, and the dog actually was a little bit helpful. Like, hey, I got this dog. I play with her. I hang out with her all you the time. You walk in. I miss dog, her a lot, by the way. And the dog runs to you. Exactly. And welcomes you. Right. Exactly. I had you sit a, down, I, I had another over. loving partner in life. Right. But it was a dog. And, and somebody that can give affection so to exactly. that would give that yeah. would reciprocate. So that only goes so far as well, right? Um, so none of, none of those solutions obviously work. Some of them destructive, literally, um, and some of them you know just didn't work out. So I got to this point where I was like, finally, going to communicate with my wife about this stuff, right? It seems I don't know I don't know how most couples <laughs> operate, but we never communicated very well so right so there was uh not a lot of communication depends on the couple i'm sure yeah totally i've learned you know so i have a lot of lessons learned during this whole process and and definitely one of them is is communication is right. key um for sure and we'll get actually i just before this podcast started i told you how me and my current partner communicate we do these special yeah. events we'll get to that later yeah um but so yeah so i finally approached her and we talked about her, and I suggested, yeah, they found science. out you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and I suggested counseling, and I told her, every, you know, I told her about the destructive behavior. Um, and let's go what? How did she react to that? So she finding out about it. She was surprised. Okay. Right. So she used the word broadsided. Um, but of course, was willing to go to counseling. Okay. So to me, so she was willing, or we or were both. You're willing. both. Okay. So by the way, I don't believe in counseling. Okay. Um, I'm but a very, I, but I'm I was a very like, firm believer in it. So are you okay? Yes. So I was like, let's do this. Like it's benefited me a lot. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good to hear. But I think to it me, depends. It depends on what you're trying to achieve from it. I suppose so. Uh, so I was specifically talking about at? marriage counseling. I've done that also. Same. Okay. So to me, marriage counseling, at least before this counseling, and it turned out to be somewhat true for our counseling, is counseling is the first step to a divorce, is what I feel. I, that's always been my feeling, and I actually kind of still be. hold that feeling. Um, I think it, it definitely depends on the parties that are involved. I guess so. And what, right. what's possible. Right. Because so, I'll tell you about my, my counseling and why I feel it didn't even work. Okay. Um, so, but before we get there, I wanted to comment on the being broadsided thing. It just, it's to me, what's important to take, the takeaway from that is that it just shows that what people want and need out of a relationship are totally different, right? Right. Where she was completely content with our relationship and I wasn't, right? So I, my needs weren't being met, but whatever her needs are, they were being met at least enough that she was content and totally surprised by me approaching her. Even though, as I've described, we're living this non-relationship marriage besides right. parenting and being friends. So we get to counseling and I, I, I completely do not like this counselor. So that's part of the problem. They're, well, their total approach, the reason I don't like it is because the total approach was, you know, after describing basically what I described to you, um, Okay, let's let's rekindle your love. That's all you have to do. You just guys need to fall back in love, and so it became all about that. And after, would you we, not agree that that would help though? If we, yeah, well, obviously, if we could fall back in love, that would have solved everything, mm -hmm. wouldn't it? If you can fall out, you can fall in. If you, yeah, I believe so at least. Okay, 
Well, the way that I, well, how I would compare it in counseling, I would compare it to an arranged marriage, right? Now, this isn't completely accurate. <laughs> okay. I know, because, <laughs> because we obviously had it at one point. Yes. And that's the difference between an arranged marriage and this. But it was so long. Let's see, this was the problem is we didn't communicate what I feel is a problem. We didn't communicate for so long. It was so far gone that here I am feeling like, like I'm now in an arranged marriage and I'm trying and I have to somehow learn to fall back in love. You're staying for the kids basically. Yeah, I was staying for the kids. Yeah. And by the way, my plan was to leave as soon as the kids move out. I just, but that, like I described that last five years as anger and frustration, it, right. it mounted to the point. Right. And I was doing these behaviors, which I recognize as not being healthy. Right. It was getting to that point where I was like, I can't, I can't wait for the kids to leave. Okay. So, right. so, so they said, rekindle your marriage. Rekindle. Your, your and, love. Yeah. And part of that was, it was like, I don't know, like three sessions in the counselor says, okay, Matt, your homework is to plan a date night. Okay. And so I had to plan a date night. So I did. What'd you do? Um, we went to, I'm not going to remember the place. So at, uh, did you just like go out to dinner and no, it was actually do? a pretty cool date. We went to, um, this French kitchen store in Fashion Square Mall, okay. Scottsdale Fashion Square Mall. And in the back, they have a kitchen where they do cooking classes. Oh, that's cool. So we went and we made we made an Italian meal. So they different nights, they have different meals. So we uh -huh. went and made an Italian meal, and, and that was our date night. So it was... I hope my wife doesn't listen to this, because I think I might steal that idea. <laughs> it is totally a rad idea. Um, I probably won't do it again, because it's associated to this mm -hmm. event, but... But it was a really it was a really good experience. But you can reassociate that. Yeah. Anyway, you don't want to. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Um, what if you went with your like if you and me and some of our other friends went? That'd would you be great. Be, you would. It, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> but but um, but yeah. So we went. We went. Mm -hmm. We had a good time. We were very friendly. Like I said, we're friends. Like right. We were very very friendly, but it didn't. You know, no sparks occurred. For right. Me. Did sparks occur for her? Well, did she try to put the moves on you? No. No. Okay. No. Um, there. No. No. Okay. Yeah. So there's some things I won't bring up because yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass anybody. Right. Beside yourself. But but we did. But it was discussed to just try to let's just try putting the moves on and see if mm -hmm. that would that would make things happen. But it, we didn't. Bother, okay. Right. I, I I couldn't. I couldn't. Bother. Gotcha. Um. So, so yeah, no, nothing would spark it. And, you know, we'd go to counseling and I'm like, it, it, this, you can't just make people fall in love. I'm sorry. Right. And yeah, you know, so there, but you were in love at some point. We were in so, love at some point and there, we do that's have the, a that's history. The, I know that's her. the speed bump I have right here. Matt. By the way, I admire, one of the things we did is we came up with a list of, of, to, to try to help is come up with a list of 10 things that you like about the person, mm -hmm. the other person. Like or love. I guess both. Okay. Just like what are po just positive things, right? And yeah, there's a lot to admire. She's mm -hmm. a one, wonderful person. And you're like super long smart. legs, shaved <laughs> no, legs. No, not physical stuff. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could have done physical stuff, yeah. but not, not, nothing physical came up. So g give me an example of something that you put down that's not embarrassing. No, so she's, <clears throat> yeah, so she's a super talented, smart woman. I mean, she runs her own business. Speaks she's, like 80 she languages. Speaks, she speaks multiple languages. <laughs> Right. Uh, there's a lot to admire. A very, a very cool person. A very talented person. Okay, so that's um, something you said about mother. her. Yeah. What did she? What? What's a, a thing or two that she said about you? Do you remember? I do not. You know what? I don't remember. You don't. You remember. think I would have like written them down and be like, yeah. look what I know or have? Um, but no, I don't remember. Look what she thinks of me. <laughs> 
Um, He's really good at games. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I want to imagine she put down that I was a great father. I mean, that's something that I think that we, we would well, both because agree Well, because you are, on. right? Yeah. We, we know that. We would both I know agree that. That, right. that there was nothing in the parenting issue that was a problem, right? right? And anyway. Um, but yeah. So you so made this candle. list, 10 things. Yeah. So we did that. I went on a date, um, tried various things. Was that counseling. list? Was that li- Sorry to interrupt, but was yeah. that list before you went on this French Italian dinner yeah, cooking. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, so that was the part list of that was one. First was first thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so, but it wasn't working. Nothing was working. Okay. Um, so while all that's happening, by the way, I created this. This um, I, there's this product called OneNote by Microsoft. There's mm-hmm. Evernote and stuff. No, I created this project in OneNote. I called Project Happy, and I'd go in there and I would, I would keep notes. I would I would journal. I would talk about what, what are, you know, I would figure me out again. Like, what are my needs? What am I looking for? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the problems here? Where did things go wrong? And then that, like, over time, that turned into... Bashing. No, not bashing, no? but okay. planning to... No, no, I'm not a basher, actually. In fact, we'll get into more counseling. I, I went to some individual counsels. Like, mm-hmm. so marriage counseling wasn't working, so I decided to try individual okay. counseling. And, and I found a variety of therapists I do not like at all. Right. And they're the ones who just want to bash the other person. Yep. That actually happened to me, and I was like, I can't see you anymore. Like, I, I'm not here to feel better about myself because we could bash the other person. Right. So I had to stop that one. But, um, but no, but, but my, my notes turn into... To plans? Plans. Okay. Plans to leave, because I got I still I started having anxiety attacks around this phase of, of all of this. My first one I was at what, to, at what point in the marriage was this? Like how many years in? This I know it's I mean, last... we're at sixteen. We're in the fa- in the final year. Okay. that all this counseling is, is happening. And, that, okay. and, that, and by the way, that's one of the issues I kept hearing from her side is we didn't do enough counseling. We didn't do enough counseling. Um, so she was. Yeah, but, but if it's not working, it, you're just wasting it, your money. Exactly, it's not working for me, and also like I'm been thinking about this for years remember my right. last five years is this moment this period of frustration of seeing other couples of, right. of being lonely and and through all that i was self-discovering trying to figure out what's going on can is can this can i fix this you know and before we even started talking so for me i'm in it many many years before counseling and then before right. split right for her, she just heard about this months ago. Yeah, bombshell, right? Like she said, bombshell months ago, and I'm in counseling, and I'm not. And, and right. so, from her perspective, I'm not giving enough to fix, right? Right. Um, and I understand that perspective. I've talked to other people going through divorces. <coughs> I actually have a friend who has the exact same perspective. Mm-hmm. I think and I know I'm, who you're talking about. And I'm trying to explain to this friend, you know, <laughs> hey, from their perspective, they're at it for years. Right. Like, sorry that this is new to you, but and it, so it seems like there wasn't a lot of effort. Um, but that's just the way that side's going to feel right. about things sometimes. Yeah. There, I think there's always going to be a burnt side and then a, a proactive yeah. side, right? It's like, very, it's, yeah, it's hardly ever like mutual, I right. think. Um, I wonder if, so when you were going through this one note um, yeah. phase, I wonder if you, if it would have made a difference if you started putting the things, writing down things that you liked about her. Instead I wonder if that of what it, I need? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, that would have been interesting. That might have. I mean, I just thought of that we, as you were talking about it, and I thought, I wonder if that yeah, would have maybe changed. It's hard to say. Like we did do that exercise together, right? Um, but if if I focused more on fixing, because mm-hmm. I will say my my noting or my journaling efforts were a lot about discovering me, my needs, what I don't have, 
and then um, and then leaving. Did so you, they were one sided that way. Did you keep those notes? Like, do you I have still have them all? Them? I have them all. Yeah, interesting. I wouldn't I, I wouldn't even look at them for many months after splitting and divorcing. Okay. Um, I just recently went in and looked at them because there's a lot of heartbreaking stuff in there. Right. Um, I actually talking about me not liking the 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 couple counselor. I actually read some of my notes in counseling. And in front my of your counselor's response in she, front of your wife in front of my wife to my counselor it was specifically a, a list of what i want out of a relationship uh-huh. and the counselor's your immediate response was my expectations mm-hmm. counselor was like did you find that list on the internet and I, and that burned me so i was so furiated at that question right because that entire note set is just me pouring out my heart right about things and anyways and, and you <laughs> answered no i and, answered and no what did she say and and then she, we moved on and you know i don't even remember specifically from that point like you just remember being what, angry from we, we did not we did not talk about how to get those things from my list that never occurred hmm. i don't know i was you trying to think that that would be one of the things that she would talk about since she's a counselor well here's the thing i the counselor i'm just i'm not going to give any names but this was a bad counselor <laughs> right and it was a by the there's, way there's young bad- counselor asu student and and that may be why exactly that may be part of it. Yeah, maybe she part may of turn it. out to be an excellent counselor. So we actually registered to to be with a um, you know an older, seasoned, experienced counselor, mm-hmm. but they asked us if we were willing to try the student. Okay, and the student promised and did like take each session. She would take what happened to the session to the uh, to the professional, if you will. Right, and the professional would review things and give advice to her, and so we, and th- that setup was probably has a lot to do with the problems we right. had with that counseling. It turns out it's a terrible setup. So let me tell you why I am a huge advocate for okay. for counseling. Um, number one, it helped me with you know my situations. Um, I do I do feel that there are bad counselors though. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, so. That being said, I think that, and this is just my feeling on it, and I, I'm not accusing you, but don't take it, please don't take it as me accusing you of anything. Um, I think when you go to a counselor, you, you get out what you put in. That's what I found. Sure. You get out what you put in. And mm-hmm. if you're willing to give 100%, then you're going to get stuff out of it. That's my opinion. Um, I think a lot of times when people go into into the situations, um, I don't know if you felt this way or you thought this, but a lot of times you'll hear uh, people say, oh, well, I'm giving my half. I'm giving my half. Yeah. They need to give their half. But no. that's not the way it works. You got you to give your 100%. You got to give everything all in. Mm-hmm. And so does the other person. It's yeah. not a one-sided thing. And so... Now, most of my counseling was just me. It wasn't, we did, my wife and I have done marriage counseling. Um, and I did like the counselor. Um, I don't know how much it helped. Right. We're still married, so it must have helped a little bit. It must have right? helped a little bit, yeah. Um, but the, most of my counseling has been for my issues and um, with my accident and stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, I had to put a lot into it because... If I didn't, then I was gonna yeah. be six feet under right now. So, well, I do you feel? How do you feel? I, I hope you don't feel like I'm accusing you because that's not, not what I'm not doing. Not in the slightest. So the problem with the marriage counseling was 
I had, I felt like our foundation had withered away Mm -hmm. and I had nothing to grip onto to even try. Right. So that's how I would put it. And that's how I felt at the time. I was like, I but don't you still even had a understand where to start. That, there's a foundation I, right there. Wife I have, and kids. I have kids and I had a marriage certificate. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a wife. Okay. And I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? I get, no, no. I get, I get what you're saying. So I'm, but you did, you did have a wife. I, it, she wasn't. Legally, she did, I had legally had a wife. Yes. Right. And, and you had kids together. I sure did. And you they're still wonderful. do. And they're, yeah, they're awesome kids. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't buy a hundred percent the foundation, no foundation Interesting. personally. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying though. I, I do get, if you're not getting out of relationship, I understand you want to, and I hope you don't, I hope you're not no. offended by what I'm saying. I, I just think that, um, I don't know. I, I go back to, you know, you're going to get what you get out. You're going to get out what you put in. Right. So, and I'm not accusing you of not putting 100% in. I just, I just think that. Well, I feel like, yeah, it depends what you mean by put 100% in. I put in 100% of trying to put in 100%. Okay. Um, do you feel like she, do you feel like she pulled her? Yes. Okay. So yeah. You I feel like she was all in. She was all in. Um, she was trying to, she was trying a lot. She was doing some very cool things. I would randomly get flowers at work. She sent That's me neat. plants at work. And that wouldn't do anything to you? No. No, it actually, believe it or not, it frustrated me. Really? It's not odd. Why is that? I don't... Be, I Why guess would be, it frustrate you? Because she's showing a, well, some sort of affection, right? I mean, not affection, but some... Well, it's frustrating because... Well, here's... like. Is, is that it, where it ended? What do you mean? Is, is that where it ended? Like, is that as far as that... I'm doing air quotes right now. Affection ended. I, I'm calling it affection. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. So, so she was trying... It was. It's almost like you're courting again. You're trying right. to... And... And... And you were checked out at this point, so... When I go to... Yeah, so put it this way. When I go to counseling, um, I realize that the things I'm saying... Like, when you say you don't love somebody anymore, it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. And when there's a risk of leaving, and there's that fear of, of divorce and what it might do to impact your children, you're hurting. I'm, I was hurting her. Right. So the frustration comes from receiving flowers at work is... Great, and now you know it's years later. So now I could say for sure, great gesture, like very sweet, mm-hmm. very kind. At the time, Not frustrating because for. I'm hurting her, and she's being nice to me, mm-hmm. and. It's not working, and I'm going to continue hurting her. But are you, you trying to, to hurt her? That's the that, not not the slightest. Not I think slightest. In, I think intent has has a big portion of that too. Not trying to hurt her, and you know, and part of counseling is learning. Um, or even self therapy is learning that you don't own everybody's happiness. You only own you, you only own your happiness. I would extend right. that to my children. I do believe that I am responsible for my children's happiness to a degree, to but I am, to a point. But I think everyone has to find their own happiness. Everyone, I can't yeah. make you happy. No, exactly. So and like, I can't make my wife happy. So I was approached, she can't make me happy. So I approached counseling and how I was going about things from the perspective that I'm working on my happiness. I mean, I, I mentioned that my OneNote mm-hmm. project was called Project Happy. Right. I, I was focusing on my happiness. Is that selfish, right? The word selfish comes up a lot with divorces. Um, are you being selfish? Yeah, I think so. But I think that selfishness is okay. I think that I think everyone does look out for number one. Yes. And then and then I would extend that to my kids. And I actually, 
my, I, I went to four counselors. <laughs> my fourth counselor, I had a discussion of, do you even put your kids first or you first? And she was suggesting I put myself first. But I actually put my kids first before me, by the way. So I, I would change that for kids. Um, there seems to be something special there mm-hmm. where you would put your kids before you. I would totally jump in harm's way for my kids. Right. But not for anybody else. And not for... Not for my, certainly my, my heart is just <laughs> dropped right now. I mean, maybe for you, Lee, <laughs> that smile, I don't know how yeah, I could these not. dimples, right? <laughs> um, no, I get it. I, cause I get what you're saying because my, if, when my kids are sick yeah, and not feeling good or, you know, whatever the case is, I would gladly take that sickness or whatever, cause I feel like I can handle it better than they can as kids. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to take it away, but. That being said, they need to go through that to learn, like I've learned, right? Because I went through it when I was a kid. Yeah, being sick or you know breaking an arm or whatever, whatever the whatever the issue is, right? Right. But I I agree a hundred percent that I would totally take it away from my kids. Right. Uh, it, off the off topic a little bit. I we were talking before we started the podcast. My son got a ticket today on at the lake. Yeah. I would have gladly been there with a with the officer instead of him. Oh yeah. I actually, when I saw the officer there, pulling him over, I guess, um, I went over there and I wished that I was there instead of him. Right. Um, exactly. And then and then when we got out, he just he felt super bad because I told him when we got there, you know, don't do this, don't get a ticket because I'm not paying your ticket. You, you're going to pay for it, so yeah. make sure you're responsible. Apparently, those lakes are watched more than I thought. Sometimes they are. Sometimes, sometimes they're not. They're not yeah. uh, luck, unlucky, right? Maybe. And so I, I get that. I, I, I agree 100% with you on that. So. Right. Um, that counselor who was saying I should put myself first, I got her to admit that she puts herself or her kids for, first before herself. Even by the way, that counsel, that therapist, because I did bash a few therapists, mm-hmm. is excellent. It okay. was excellent. I only stopped going because it was getting expensive, and I felt like I was past the need. Okay. Um, but she she went way back in my history and was helping me with a lot of things, and she was she was awesome. Um, I I think I think it just depends on what counselor you have. Yeah. So. Uh, we're we're gonna take a, a break for sponsors real quick, so uh, we'll be back in about one minute. And we're back. Okay. So I think we we can move past counseling. I think in in the the I went through this strange phase where I started having anxiety attacks. Right. Okay. So I remember so, that. Yeah. So my first one, I'm driving on the freeway. I've never had an anxiety attack before. I'm not a person with anxiety issues. And it stems from thinking about my options. Mm-hmm. So at the time, my options Did you are, feel trapped? I felt completely trapped. Okay. So my options, and all my options were terrible. Number, you know, one option is stay. And just... And you're th- dreading that option? Yeah, just stay and accept my state. Stay for right. the kids, you know, help out the kids, um, get them moved out, um, don't impact them and but just deal with well it. delay the impact is what it would be doing delay the impact but it's it's <clears> less <throat> to me it's less of an impact once they've moved out mm-hmm. then you know um we'll get into all the impacts and in, in a bit i i feel but um so stay and just put up with the fact that i don't really have a relationship and just live with that um leave and impact the kids um hurt her of course in the process or um, 
why can't I remember the third option? The third option, I, I will say that we had a lot of conversations about um, getting a divorce but still living together. There's these, wow. Did, yeah. you, did you actually entertain that? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. That I, would be super awkward. It would be super awkward. How do you, yeah. Like, uh, this is my new girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not really sure how that would work. But anyway, so the point is, like, every direction seemed completely terrible to me. Right. Um, I feared them all, mm-hmm. and that, and the, and there I started my anxiety attack. So I had three attacks. Um, How severe were they? The the first was the worst. Um, I couldn't breathe. I was crying, so I couldn't see. And I'm going whatever sixty five on a freeway in the middle of the freeway. Oh wow! So I pulled over. I managed to to pull over without causing any damage to anybody. And I so. Were you split up at this point or no? No. Okay. So there's. <clears throat> I, I formed a support circle um, of three people, mainly um, three friends, one family member, a, a cousin on her side, actually, and um, two coworkers, two friends. I think I know one of them. Yeah. So uh, one, the one you probably know, um, I called her, right? So I pulled over and I called her. She talked me down. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time I called the cousin and the third time I called her again, the the friend again. So... You know, and this actually came up in counseling. Um, no, it wasn't counseling. It was in conversation later um, because I did notify my wife at the time that I had anxiety attacks. And she thought my notification was me getting help from her during them. But no, I got help from other people. And, that, right. and see, that's anyways, that, that's just another sign of, how, of the state of things. Um, Do you think that if you would have turned to her, that she would have been the support to you? She would have. During the moment? Yeah, she would have totally tried to help. Uh, Would it it have helped? I'm not sure. Do you think that, do you feel like you didn't contact her for the support because it was about her? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a conversation she and I had numerous times is, is why why do I have this outside support circle? Mm-hmm. She should be my support, but it's about, but it's about us. I right. need outside support. Right. So for some time, I believe something about divorce is it's embarrassing to mm-hmm. a lot of people, even to me. Like, so originally it's like, Oh, I don't, you know, you, you think, Oh, I don't want to be statistic. Oh, there's this stigma to a divorce. You failed. Right. Um, you want to, you, people believe, you know, a lot of people believed we had this great, happy marriage. So you don't want to break that image. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, so there's a lot of reasons to be quite anxious about the fact that you're right. getting a divorce or that you might get a divorce. The chance of embarrassment is, I think, a big one. It is big. Uh, you're you know, ruining your image and being embarrassed yeah. because you failed, basically. Right? Yeah, it was interesting to see, like, those who were in shock mm-hmm. and those who, were, who completely knew it was going to happen at some point. Right. Um, and it probably depends on the things I would say. Um, because some, some of my friends knew because I would make these comments over the years. Um, none I wish to bring up because it might be too embarrassing to people involved. But I have an embarrassing question. Oh, go for it. Do you still have the scarf? The scarf? Yeah, the scarf that you would wear to your Christmas party. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, you got that in the divorce. Nice. <laughs> okay. Yes, I wear You know what? That scarf got old. To the, I tried to wear it to the last Christmas party. That it got red stuff all over my suit. I couldn't wear it anymore. It's sad. Oh. It's sad, but it is. I still own it, but it's retired. Do you need years. another scarf? I need another scarf. I went looking for a blue scarf last year. And I'm going to get find. you a hot pink one. You know what? I would wear a hot pink scarf, actually. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. The scarf. Um, 
All right, back on topic. <laughs> back on topic. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we could, if you want, we could just fast forward to, like, so some things happened. Um, I stopped counseling with her. I went to my own stuff. Had anxiety attacks. Did you feel that the, the one-on-one counseling helped more than the... The one-on-one counseling was very helpful. Because I could finally... I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous. I'm about to say I could finally be honest. I was honest in my marriage counseling, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say everything. Right. So you I was honest back. in that I withheld information, but anything that came up, I was honest about. Right. Um, Why did you withhold information? I didn't want... That leads, I, that leads me back to what I'd said I earlier. Know, it's what you put in. It's You get what you put in. Um... It's about, yeah. Were you, were you just, would it have hurt her more? Is that why? Yeah. Or, no, it is or was it that you just, uh, I'm going to leave anyway, so, I mean, was it you were it already out? It was kind out? of that, too. I would say I was definitely approaching out okay. shortly after starting counseling, just because it was so, it goes back to, like, I could not, I could not find anything to grip onto okay. in that relationship. I just could not even, you know, even looking back, um, I've now multiple times have, I've gone through, I'm, I'm moving soon and I've gone and I'm going through a lot of old stuff and seeing what I could throw away, what I could keep. And I'm finding like old letters from her, mm-hmm. um, that you kept for some reason. Well, I, I, so I keep things by okay. the way. Um, <laughs> I'm finding a lot of interesting things. I found an old, uh, programming assignment from high school where I got a hundred percent on my program. Woo-hoo. Anyway, um, Wow. I, I keep a lot of stuff. Well, that, that I just hadn't gotten rid of yet, right? That's my last real, really, I mean, in a real relationship right now, but that, you know, I just hadn't cleaned out from my last relationship. I didn't even know I had that stuff, to be honest. I didn't know what was in the boxes. Is it in the trash now? Yeah, yeah. I it's throwing, gone. It's all gone. Yeah, I'm throwing, okay. throwing all that stuff away. I actually found stuff from a high school girlfriend. I'm throwing it all away. Um, huh. Interesting. Yeah, I don't need any of that stuff. I'm keeping some, a lot of old stuff, of course, but none right. of the relationship stuff. It's no point in keeping it. In my opinion, no point in keeping it. Right. So it's my history, but like, what? It, it's not. I'm not throwing away photos. I didn't go through all my photos and cut her out. I didn't scratch. No, nothing like that. I'm it's a part of your it. life. Go I mean. to my Facebook account and look at my photo history. You'll find the photos with her. I didn't remove anything, right? Like, right. it's. It's. I'm not. Did she remove photos of you? I, I wouldn't know because she put, she put me on <laughs> maximum ignore on Facebook. To, if I, I, can't even, I can't even search and find her. Like to me, that she means does she not blocked have you, an account. By the way. I'm completely blocked, yeah. Completely yeah. blocked from all, all things. So we can go on my Facebook and we can look on her page if you want, if it's public. I mean, yeah. So the only... If you want. Well, the only reason kidding. I We're would want... Well, the, the important thing and why I didn't do that my, on my side is I go on vacations with my kids. I take photos and, you know, I could take photos on my kids' special occasions where I have mm-hmm. custody of them. Um, wouldn't it be nice if she could see those? Wouldn't it be nice if I could see it from her side? So right. I feel like, I feel like that's why we should remain right. friends on Facebook, but, but she has her own reasons and, right. and that did not stick. Um, I did not, you know, and I'm still friends with, with every family member that I was friends with on her side and they haven't defended me. I haven't defended them. Do you have contact with them? Um, absolutely, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's, it's a cautious relationship with some of them, but a, a relationship. I very, very much love a lot of her family members, and I miss a lot, a lot of them. Um, and so, anyways. so I hope this podcast does not um, change those relationships for you. I don't see why it would. 
I mean, you're not bashing her, so I get it. Right. And you and I discussed before this, yes. like the point of this podcast is not to embarrass, bash or right. insult anybody. Yep. Um, while trying to be open and honest about this. Besides things. embarrass yourself. You can embarrass yourself all you want. Which I'm certain here. I've done. <laughs> um, I mentioned cam girls. So by the way, I've stopped all that. Right. So I am a, now a healthy individual. He just I, did air quotes. I'm I, just kidding. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lee. I'm just joking. I, I, you know, don't want to fast forward too much, but I am in a healthy relationship now, and, and right. I've stopped all those unhealthy <clears throat> activities. Um, so, anyways, it got to the point where, yeah, I decided I'm going to leave. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Like this, I don't think this is fixable. Um, I'm too frustrated. Yes, it will impact the kids, but we're going to do this, and so I'm going to leave. Um, and I told her this, and then I chickened out on leaving for a solid, I don't know, four or six weeks. We even went on vacation together during that phase. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where'd you go? So Seattle. Nice. So um, we had planned, we had planned a year before that, even before we started counseling, before we started talking, um, this vacation and the vacation was approaching. Um, I didn't, I wasn't worried the fact that I had paid for a lot of it already. She was going to go on the vacation with the kids, but it came down to like, I'll be quite honest, being a total chicken on, and she even called me a chicken at one point on, on pulling the trigger. Um, and also, you Did know, that motivate you to get, become unchicken? Her, her calling me chicken. Nah, yeah. I've been called names all my life. It doesn't impact me very much <laughs> to be honest. Um, but, and I also felt like timing, right? But you could come up with like, I'm, you could come up with so many excuses. It's never a good time to never. have what I call split day. You know what? I would I would agree with that, and I also think that it's never a good time to have kids. It's never a good time. Yeah. For there's a lot of things it's never a good time for. Exactly. And you just got to do it. You just got to do you it. You rip that bandaid off. Yeah. Actually, having kids took us a while because I was like, we need to finish school. Yeah. We need to have an established career. We need to career. make more money. We need. Yeah. It's the. <laughs> and my sister was the one who was like, you just got to do it. Right. Um. But like, and you don't regret it now, right? Like, it's one of the best things you've my done kids? in your life. Yeah. Oh. Don't regret, no. And that's the one thing is I will never say that I even regret this marriage. I'm actually extremely thankful for the marriage because of my kids. Because right. I have my kids. They're wonderful. I love them. Um, I have 50% custody. Um, and I'm thankful for that. Um, we'll get into impact here in a moment, I right. think. Um, because um, going from seeing your kids every day to not seeing them half the time is extremely difficult. Right. Um, but... So was it difficult going from seeing your ex-wife every day to not seeing her? See this? No, not at all. Okay. No. And I'm not trying to be mean. I hope this isn't being rude, but that's the one thing I noticed is I literally have never missed her. Not a, not a moment. Yeah. I'm not, I can't say that I'm like, and and I'm not over here like jumping for joy for not having seen her. Um, I kind of miss our friendship a little bit, I guess. Um, but I don't miss, I'm, I'm super glad I don't live yeah, with her anymore and that right. I get, I'm living my own life. It was a positive for you. Then. It was a positive. So something I didn't notice until after we left, um, was I just feel like, and again, not trying to insult anyone, but I feel like I didn't have a lot of control in my life. And once I started to get control in my life, I started to refine myself. It's, this is something my parents had commented on when I gave them the news. By the way, they heard the news in a bad way, which is interesting. But when I when they found out, and we started having discussions about it, um, they had felt they lost me, right? So some, one of the issues with my marriage and this relationship 
um, was... You mean before you told them? They, they thought you'd lost you before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because one of the interesting um, things about our relationship is it did not involve my family very much. And when right. it did, it was very restricted. Um, and it didn't involve any of my friends. If you were... You I've know, never met her. Yeah, and you never would have. Like, it would be very rare for you. You would meet her at very rarely. All, most of my friends have not met her. If I would have came to the Christmas party. Yeah, you would have. Yes, she was at the Christmas party. Yeah, so you would have met her there. But most, a lot of my friends, the joke was like, we don't even believe you're married. <laughs> That's um, funny. <laughs> so she did not participate in my friends' mm-hmm. circle, and she did not participate in my family much. Why, why is that, you think? I don't, well, gosh. So giving is, that opinion um, mm-hmm. can sound a little insulting. I just, I feel like um, she's just, we're just different in that she doesn't value relationships as much as I do. Um, I okay. think she does value the relationships in her own family. Um, but that, you know, one of the things she asked as I was parting ways is advice on how to be a better person for future people. And I remember telling her, that's interesting. Relationships are important. You should focus more on relationships. Um, now, I don't know if that's what the deal was with my family. By the way, I have a lot of weird family members. Now, it could be that my family is a bunch of weirdos. No offense, family, <laughs> listening to this. Um, but she does, too. Everybody has interesting family members. I just want to say that I'm very intrigued by your family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you? Yes. <laughs> um, so you get it. But the thing is, it's still, to me, um, relationships matter. And that's right. And then you know that I could also say that's you know let's go back. Well, Mister Mister Matt, you were playing video games all the time. How do right. you? What do you mean? No, I. I so that's also. But a she was working when you were doing this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Relationships matter. Um, and I, I remember uh, sometimes when we'd be playing, and I would I would ask you like, oh, how do you say this in this language that your wife spoke? Yeah. And it, it always seemed like. Uh, that she was too busy to, yeah, to want to answer that. Yeah, like it was. It that's. Yeah. I don't know her, but I'm. That's yeah. the feeling I got on there. Um, right. So anyway, so a lot of people notice that, and I right. get comments, and that's why some people weren't surprised at the divorce. Somewhere, it just right. depends on where your point of view and what kind of relationship you had with us. But, um. Anyways, decided to leave. Um, finally decided on a date to, to talk. Now, every counselor will say, to talk to the kids is where I'm mm-hmm. going, every counselor will say that you should approach the children with the perspective that it's mutual. Um, by the way, my kids might come across this, so, but it's okay. Like At this point, they can know anything they want to know. Right. Um, but you should approach them with um, it's a mutual decision, right? It's right. just the safest for their well-being, mm-hmm. their mental health. Right. It's mutual, but everything's going to be okay from both sides. Everything's going to be okay. We're um, going to make sure everything goes okay, right? Yep. <clears throat> um, it's not you, obviously, right? You got to you got to reinforce it's not them, which by the way it wasn't, not in the slightest. It had right. nothing to do with them. Um, I'm sure they know that. They know now. that. So, so. On split, so the thing is, I did. She did not split afford me. Right. I call it split day because it's. By the way, yeah, it's a. Term. It is right. It's split I get it. day. It's a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It it has left scars that will never go away. Mm-hmm. That that single day. Hopefully, there are scars that they've learned from them. Yeah, that have maybe that have 
ultimately had a positive influence on him because... Well, that is, I do believe that to be true. And the way I would phrase that is I, th- I would hope, I could tell you from my side, and I would hope from her side, that they now have the happiest, healthiest parent on both sides that they've right. ever had. Um, it, is ter- it is, you know, that day is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, we did not approach it as a mutual thing. I had to tell them. Um, we had already agreed ahead of time that she would keep the house. I had wanted them to have the side. I wanted them to split, but have stability on both sides. Right. So I wanted the house to remain exactly as it was. I was taking no furniture. I had already started renting an apartment and I had already furnished it by split day. I was able to, you hadn't moved in yet though, correct? Had not moved in though. Once the kids uh, for the, three weeks or so before split day when the kids went to bed I left and came to the apartment and then I would come home like at midnight or 1am to go to sleep um, and the reason for that is I was now going through an identity crisis and it continued so the identity crisis issue is the fact that I have an apartment full of furniture I just bought nothing is my it's not my stuff it's my stuff and that I bought it but it's not the stuff I'm used to. It's not the place. So, so I was trying to see, can I get used to this apartment on my own first before I brought the kids here? Right. Um, it didn't go well. I had some breakdowns here. At, at one point, actually on a work day, I was here. In the, we're in the apartment right now, by the way, during this podcast. And I had actually called my wife and she came over and saw the apartment. This is before the kids knew wow. about it because I was having a serious breakdown. Um, and uh, anyway, so yeah, so split day um, had sort of planned as best as I thought I could as far as keeping us stable on both sides. Um, it was, you know, you could just imagine the kids' reactions and yep. how that might go. Um, it's probably one of the worst days of their life. It, it is, yeah. It, it's up there in the top two. Worst days of my life, if not the worst. No, but there, it's it, it's theirs, probably in it there. It is theirs, yeah, yeah. So far, I mean, heaven forbid they have many more worse days right. but, than that. But, um, brought them to the apartment, showed them their new rooms and all this. Um, stayed. Yeah, you know, my wife was cool with the with the idea of me staying the night at the house, even though we had already talked about splitting. And the next day, me having my first day of custody with them and bringing them here. So. Um, that went okay, but... So that was our second visit to the apartment then, was that next day? It was the next day, yeah, their first day living here. Right. Um, so something that was important to me was, I know the things they like to do. They're right. gamers too, by the way. And I wanted to have everything set up so that they weren't just sitting here awkwardly. Right. So they could do the things they like to do, um, so they could comfortably sleep here. Um, but it was a pretty bare place other than that. Um, they brought some of their personal stuff, but it's confusing on what to bring, you know. Right. It's just a time of confusion for them. Um, we went clothing. So that Sunday, it was a Sunday, a Saturday that we did split day. And that Sunday, I took them out clothing shopping. I had no clothes for them. I didn't take any clothes. Um, and so here we are <laughs> in a new apartment with new stuff. And I think that we were all going through this sort of this identity thing. Like, it was so awkward. I had a real hard time for the first two weeks of that. Um, At one point, when I was here with them, I um, went out to my car and just cried for two hours. 
alone in my car away from them while they were inside, you know, the apartment. Um, Something that that started happening right away is my oldest son started um, complimenting everything. Right. Oh, those are nice dishes, Dad. Oh, this is a nice meal, Dad. Oh, thank you for my bedroom, Dad. You know, he's trying to be what I labeled it being the healer. Right. He was trying to help me feel better. Um, is it because he, you think he recognized that you weren't, yeah, that you were hurt? Absolutely. You know, obviously you have to have a lot of conversations with them during mm-hmm. that phase and I would start crying during all of them. And so he, he had a hard time seeing me cry and split day was so bad with that. And it's so one-sided with me being the one giving them the news and everything mm-hmm. that I, I very much think that he thought and he, he literally may still think um, you know, that, that I'm, that I was the broken one, you right. know, that it's all my fault. Um, I try to make it seem like it's it wasn't, joint. it's a joint, it's a joint thing, but right. they're, they're young. I mean, remember at the time we're looking at 11 and 13, right. uh, could have been 10, 12, uh, but the point being they're young and, and right. a lot of conversations would end with, well, you'll understand someday. Like, how do you, it's just hard to explain relationships and love and falling in and out of love and, and why, you know, they were very much like, well, why don't you, why don't you still live with us? You know, it's just, um, did they ever ask you why you don't love mom anymore? Um, no, no, no. Um, I explained, well, they're going to know if they listen to this now. Well, that's, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, they're allowed to know whatever they want, whenever they want to know it. But the thing is like, it can be confusing for a young person. Right. Um, they haven't had any relations, like, you know, relationships like that yet. I don't know if they under, would still understand to the right. extent, but, um, so you were just split up at this the time. The way I was, yeah. Yeah. So split, we separated for six months before filing. Okay. Right. So why wait to file? Yeah. Uh, a lot of confusion and hurt. And we actually did agree that like the first few weeks into splitting, we were talking about maybe going on a date, you know? So we sort of separated with the idea that maybe we could still work on it mm-hmm. and maybe we just needed space, you know, that kind of thing. But I was literally like not interested in even setting up a date. So now also through this time, I should say that I was becoming extremely interested in another woman already. Right. Um, one of the people who were in my support circle, I started to become very interested in. Um, I've known her for many years, and we were good friends, and now I'm getting to know her very, very well, and she's getting to know me very, very well through the struggle. Um, So that, of course, is not going to help the separated but let's date phase, um, I will say. So um about six months in we had agreed to right so when you're when you're now faced with let's get a divorce there's numerous ways to handle it well i would say three one is the cheapest which is you could do go filed you could literally go downtown and file Mm -hmm. so when you file for divorce you're um the petitioner and the other person's respondent legally it means nothing that's just a label they give for who filed and who didn't um but the respondent is has to be served Right. Being served can seem insulting when you're get, being served by somebody. Right. So you could go down together and one can petition and they can immediately turn around and serve the other person standing next to you. You pay, I forget what it is, 250 bucks. And then you, you could fill out the decree. You could file your own decree you put together yourself. You could use LegalZoom, et cetera. Right. You get the whole thing done for like under a thousand bucks. 
Um, that's if you two are extremely agreeable people. Or you could go to mediation, where a mediator sits Wedding with crashers. you. For <laughs> um, mediator sits with you for many hours, um, over many sessions, to go through everything. Right. You know, you discuss. You take some miles, this. I'll take some miles, you can slip them our way. Yeah. Now, our mediator and I... That's probably, a quote from Wedding Crashers, by it? the way. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know that much about Wedding Crashers. It's super funny. It's at the very, it's the very beginning. when they're That's hilarious. <laughs> um, maybe I should watch that again. But um, our, our mediator was an attorney. Um, used to practice family law, now does mediation. So he knows the law. Right. And he even, he, I think he said, and, I, and, and here's the best hits. And he throws out this massive binder of law on what typically comes up during mediation. So, so at any time you can refer to what the law says, but media, one of the things about mediation is you could, you could really formulate your own thing. Like if you're, I think if the decree you file with the court is so wildly strange, they'll reject it. So you have to be somewhat normal, right. but, but a lot of things are possible in mediation. And then of course the third most expensive route is, a, is yeah, lawyer up, right? Lawyer so, up and go to battle for five years. You got it. <laughs> so I know someone who did that, multiple people, and immediately you're paying your retainer to, you know, both sides are paying retainers. You're, right. out, you're out 10 to 12K immediately. Um, and then, of course, it just takes more because there's... So if one side is being unreasonable, or if both sides are being unreasonable, for that matter... It gets expensive. It gets super expensive and you right. need attorneys. Right? If you're willing to be reasonable about things, then mediation will work well. If you're super amicable, then you could just do it all yourself. If you if you're willing to also figure out the legal side, right? You know, how do you go to court? How do you file all that stuff? Um, so you guys did mediation. We did mediation, yeah. And I would how say, did, how do you think that turned out? So, um, in hindsight, so it turned out. So at the time, mediation went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we spent a lot of a lot of hours wasted on bickering about a few things. Um, but overall, it went really well. I will say that a choice made in there by the mediator during mediation has really financially impacted me going right. forward. So at this point... That ends soon, though, doesn't it? It ends soon, yeah. yeah. At this point... Um, I mean, I'll just say what it is real quick because it's not too... Right. So I'm, um, I'm fortunate enough to work for a company that gives stock options. And part of the mediation, you know, obviously everything that was granted to me is 50% my wife's, my ex-wife's. And as soon as that stuff vests, you know, so we put in our decree, there's ways to handle those things. And what we decided on in our decree is as soon as options vest, I sell half and give her the money. Um, I brought up during mediation that, well, that, that when I sell like that, it counts as income to me. Right. Um, and it doesn't count as income to her. He concurred. That is true. I said, well, the problem is if there's enough of that and it bumps me a tax bracket, then I get taxed on all my, all my income at the new tax rate. Right. And I will be out a lot of money. And, and he said, I, I don't care. My, kind of. He, his literal phrase was, that's just the way it is. Now, Have I would, you found out that that is not the way it, it is? It is not the way it is. Okay. So I would advise anyone going to mediation with that same similar. If you're in mediation, you can work out anything. Definitely fight for it. Th- don't take that's just the way it is as an answer ever. Right. Fight for it. Um, 
now if I fought for it, would we have ended up in lowering up and everything? But here's the thing. Like, I could tell you now. It would have been cheaper. <laughs> it, w- it maybe would have been cheaper to get attorneys mm. and, and to go a different route. Just because of that, though, Just right? because of that one thing. That one thing has cost me a lot of money. So a lot of people don't have that option, so. Right. And if Otherwise, they can be, yeah. If they can be friends and talk it out, then with right. a mediator, then it would uh, yeah. save money. I would still advise mediation over attorneys. Right. Um, it, it worked really well. The med- How many hours did you guys do mediation? Oh, gosh. It was seven or eight. We okay, had estimated like six. It ended up being a little bit more. That's not bad. It's not that bad. And it was in it was three fifty an hour with some right. like down money. It and did you split the cost of the mediation? We did. Yeah, that's did. cool. Yeah. So, um, so how many years do you have left on that on those stock options? The stock options, I think, about two uh, two years at this point. Two years. Yeah. So, so. how how many? Because I know they give them to you at different times. How many more do you Investors? have left that that that? I don't want dollar amount. I want to know how many vestments did you have that you're going to have to split half with her. Not <laughs> uh, not dollar amounts. Do you understand we, what I'm saying? I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah. So they so some so there are two types of stock. One are options, and one are RSUs, restricted stock units, and right. they vest differently. Um, the, so there's a few more options ones, and then every three months for the RSUs. So, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, um, do they give those to you equally? Do they give those? What do you mean? The stocks, the vested and the RSUs, equal amounts? You no, mean the, the option? No, no, yeah. nothing is equal. No, okay. No grants are grants never equal. It, it okay. actually depends on a lot of things. Like where the company I work for it depends on what level you are, gotcha. performance um, review results and stuff like that. Gotcha. Depends on where you fall with as far as grants go. So, and that's the RSUs, right? The grants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We can move on past that. I was just curious. I was, and it came to mind. I thought, I'm going to ask him. So, yeah. So, but yeah, mediation went okay. Um, I disagree with some of the results, but you have to get, it's a give and take thing. Right. right? I'm sure she disagrees with some. Exactly. So, so. You, you know, you're never going to walk away. You want to walk away feeling that you were heard and got a, a fair shake. Right. But you're never going to walk away feeling like you won. Right. I don't think anybody wins in a divorce. I mean, maybe, maybe if you bought a really expensive attorney and you really just wanted to get at somebody and it worked. Right. But um, if you're a normal, heavy-leaded person. Level-headed. <laughs> level-headed, thank you, person. Heavy-leaded. <laughs> um, there's no winners. Um, and I, I do feel like, you know, I don't want to get into details, but I do feel like I lost on a number of things. But I'm sure she feels the same way, though, right? I don't know. I'm sure she does. She has to. I can't imagine she does, but it's possible. Honestly, I don't. I couldn't think of a thing. Um, yeah, but that's from your perspective. Exactly. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. She, I, I bet you, if I asked her that same question, if somehow I could get in touch yeah. with her and say, "Hey, Jane," that's not her name, by the way. Yeah. I don't think so. No, it's not. It's not. Okay, so if I said, "Hey, do you feel like you, you know that that Matt got everything he wanted?" Yeah, she's probably gonna say, "Well, yeah." Follow up podcast. The other side. The other side. Right. <laughs> Um, let's yeah. make that happen. Uh, go we for it. We could do no. We could do <laughs> together a group. We'll do a group one. We, uh, it would be that fire. would be that would be terrible. <laughs> It'd be terrible, probably. So we're friendly. We're friendly now, right? Right. We were friendly then. Like that. Anyway, so it went okay because I feel like we are both level-headed and we are able mm-hmm. to approach most things. Um. So the mediation worked out. 
Mediation worked out. It's so it's done. So so she yeah. So we so when you file through mediation, what happens is you just pick who's the petitioner, and then the the respondent comes. So they go file to the court themselves, mm-hmm. and then the respondent goes back the next day to be served by your mediator. So it's a lot more. It seems a lot more friendly, you know. Um, anyways, so that got taken care of, um, and it's done. And so you're happier. You're definitely happier. Yeah. Are you, you so some, I'm saying that, yeah. It's something you notice? Yeah, yes. I've gotten that from a number of people. So I am happier. Um, I'm in a healthy relationship, um, which I'm extremely satisfied with. Um, you know, the, my kids live in two places, right? Mm-hmm. So how does that impact kids? What is that like to live in two places? I will say that um, I have not... I am, by the way, me and my kids are moving in with my girlfriend's my fiance now. I don't know if I told you this. I knew it. Okay. Someone else told me. Okay. Someone else told me. But you told me a long time ago you were going to do it. Yeah. Okay. So. At that Mexican restaurant. Remember? What? (laughs) No, you, that's when you told me. Oh, I told you at a Mexican. I thought I said, I told you that I was going to do it at a Mexican restaurant. (laughs) I'm like, what? No, you told me you were going to propose to her. Yeah. Remember that discussion we had? Anyway. So she's my fiance and we're, uh, we're all moving in together in June. Um, leading up to that, I am in fact living in two places. When I have my kids, I'm living in this apartment. Where now, when I'm not with my kids, I live in in the house with her. Right. Um, and it's a pain. It is a pain to live in two places. Like, I would say the problems are different though. So, the one and the one thing I'll say about kids and impact is a lot of it. There's no way to have zero impact. Obviously, they're impacted, impacted for life. It's a total life changer. But how you manage that moving forward can impact them more right. or less, right? You could really help out by not by managing it well, right? How how well do the parents get along? Do you do you bash each other to the kids? Um, I've never heard you bash her, uh, not even to me. Yeah, so I, I, I refuse to. I even quit counselors who tried to get me to. I'm sure like, that I'm sure that uh, you, you, yeah. since you don't bash it to your friends, I guarantee you don't do it to your kids. So, right. Um, of course not. And I don't know if she does or not. I have no idea. She, I'm certain she doesn't. I feel like um, as far as that goes, I think that we're both super solid. Right. Um, you know, in my opinion, to bash your ex to your child is child abuse. It's a form of child oh, abuse. Oh, it is, for sure. Um, so don't do any of that. Um, we're friendly. Um, we're, I can't say we're friends. We don't say a whole lot to each other. And the kids do see that, and that's unfortunate. Um, we do not share a family birthday. Um, I think that's unfortunate. It's something I fought for what do mediation you mean? and lost. Um, on the kids, when the kids have oh, so a you would go birthday to, for themselves, right? Um, and both, both. From my show perspective, up. it's a family birthday from their perspective, right. and therefore all family from both sides should be present. Yes. We don't. We don't do that. It, we could not work that out in mediation. It's something I lost. Right. Um, but it could prove to be an issue though doing that it's potentially yeah. potentially right it, there it are just re- depend, it there just are, depends on if yeah. you're if you're both going to be grown up about exactly it. there are reasons to not do it right we in my opinion there are no reasons to not do it for us um but that's okay so i don't think that's been a big impact i don't know it's hard to measure that impact to the kids but you still celebrate their birthday, though, and Absolutely. I'm sure she does too. So. Yeah, so they have separate celebrations. And, yeah, and that's what I hear from kids that have went through a divorce. Yeah, they're like, "Man, I love holidays," and "Man, I love my birthday." 
Oh, because I get double. <laughs> yeah, double. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So my yeah. So I never bring that up to them because it was something actually when when you talk to your kids about this situation, uh, I actually had a therapist say, don't try to make it sound like there's benefits to it to your kids. So I actually right. never went down that path with them. Though I don't know. I, I they probably do think that because I don't coordinate. So this is something we don't do is coordinate like on Christmas gifts. gifts. You know they're getting a full load from both of us. So it's right. they're probably pretty sweet. Um, do you coordinate gifts like not in the Hey, Jessica, are you, what are you getting? What are you getting? She was Jane, name? and now she's Jessica. Yeah, why? She What's with the Jays? Yeah. Um, <laughs> change her names. Um, so no, not at all. I'm, I so my gifting technique is to not get off of the list. So I don't even. What do you mean? I don't gift from lists. I don't look at what kids or friends or anyone want and buy them that. You I buy actually what avoid you think. that. I try to be super thoughtful and buy them. Um, things I know they want that they didn't that they mm-hmm. wouldn't put on a list and or, surprise them and or make them things that you're going to make them think that they wanted because you bought it for them <laughs> or that yeah or that but I'm not a list guy I try not to be a list guy right. so like um, so I know that they put together I know I happen to know they put together a list for for her and her family and I'm sure they I'm just assuming they buy from list and I don't. Um, so yeah, we never really coordinated on, on, do they like the way. presents you get them though? Like oh, absolutely. when you, yeah, because fact, they're thoughtful and yeah. So even this Christmas, um, and you're going to say it was your point of view, but, um, my, my oldest had commented that he absolutely loved everything he got and he didn't even think he was like, I didn't even think about wanting any of this stuff. You're going to say I convinced him he wants it. <laughs> But no, but it's trust me, it's stuff he wanted. I mean, I upgraded his gaming his gaming situation mm-hmm. to uh, 4K with HDR. Right. I mean, I, I I hooked him up, and he didn't even think about that being a possibility. Right. But he was so ecstatic to get it, and and um, you're like, and that's why I have stock options, son. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you know, yeah. Anyways, I I am you know if to bring up finances, I am fortunate. I think um, that I was able. You know, remember I said I had already furnished an apartment. Right. Like how many, like I was in the position where I was able to do that. Like right. that, not everyone could obviously set up an apartment and furnish it right. that way. Um, so And how you set it up, I know we didn't talk about it on air, but you've, we've talked about it in private. It was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Very, very thoughtful there too. Yeah. So, so I was lucky that way. And I had good friends. I literally ordered. Well, thanks. <laughs> oh, you weren't talking about me. Okay. Well, no, well, I have a friend who... Um, was generous enough to let me ship, gosh, it must have been 40 Amazon packages to his house. Oh, wow. Which, which all went into his garage. In fact, he went on vacation during, this, <laughs> during that phase, <laughs> and I, was like, uh, I went over and was feeding and, and cleaning his cat litter, basically helping him with his cats. And um, <laughs> one time I went over, and there was like 20 packages sitting in his front door. I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing this? Yes, it's all my stuff. Let's put it in his garage. Um, Did it come in your name? It came in my name, okay. yeah, yeah. So I just loaded his place up with everything I could. And you didn't take any of the packages and cross out his name, write your name? No, no. Okay. Good thinking, though. Maybe I should I have. But, and then he helped me, and then I rented a U-Haul, and he helped me load it up, and he even came to the apartment and helped me unbox it all. You didn't, you didn't ask me to help you move. I didn't, so that's true. Well, we're I'm moving We're going to make up for it today. I'm moving in June. I, I'm gone in June, actually. <laughs> I hired movers. I... <laughs> That's smart. I hate moving. That's what we did with our office when we moved um, eight months ago or whatever. We actually hired a moving company, and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. I don't know if you ever tried to move a soda machine. 
What? Yeah, it's terrible. Gosh, I've moved pianos. Yeah, it's similar so, to a piano. It's so dang yeah. heavy. I never even thought. Wait, so you own a soda machine, first yeah. of all. That's awesome. Yeah, cans of soda I sell at work. Do, do your friends have to put in quarters? I'll give you a soda. I give sodas out sometimes. Depends on what you Wait, like. I'm on, I, I'm on free soda stand, you know, standards. I have a Sprite in my truck if you want it. I don't drink soda. Oh, you don't? No. No caffeine? No, I drink caffeine. I just okay. don't drink. I can't drink carbonation. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a whole nother. Okay. <laughs> um, I tried to quit caffeine once. I did for a while, but I went back on. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, at this point, the kids are, are pretty well adjusted. Um, when you, so, the, the, you know, introducing How, them to someone new was a thing. Right. Telling them you're going to propose to that someone new. Telling them that we're going to move in with that someone new. Right. Um, was that hard? Was all that of hard those things are things, too. It, 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 it was. It's been a while, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. I actually follow the timing rules that therapists gave me, which are don't introduce anyone new to them for a year. Um, Even though you're dating someone? Yeah. Yeah, they had no idea. At least I don't think they had an idea. Um, and don't... They're, they're going to listen to this, and they're going to be like, Dad, I totally knew you were. Yeah. Every time you FaceTime me, you were <laughs> not at your apartment. Um, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, I used to go to my car to FaceTime them. Just Anyways, right. we don't need to get into that. But yeah, so I um, just didn't want to impact them that way for a year. And then also, um, you know, so all those things. And supposedly... Um, when when you get a divorce, the both sides it takes a year per seven years of marriage to quote unquote get over it. You know, to at least be calm about it and not have it be an everyday issue or an often issue in your head or get too upset about certain things. And so I also help. Was that true for you? Um, that would have been two years. So so I got over it immediately. To be honest. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, like I I you were already checked out. I was already checked out. Right. Um, so so the, the last so, but six was, years, you were already checked out probably, or close to that. Close to it. And so you'd already probably went through a lot of that, yep. those two years. You got it. So. And it really wouldn't have been two years because at that point it was, you were only married, what, 10 years? So. Uh, we were. You were married 16, oh, yeah, but yeah, the yeah, last yeah, six yeah, years, exactly. if you were checking out, then yeah. you had already started that phase. That's probably part kind of Kind of, yeah, but. Yeah, I guess you could say that. But also during that phase, yeah, I would say that's true. Yeah. Um, but telling the kids that you're going to get remarried. So that, um, it went, you know, obviously 10,000 times better than Split Day, mm-hmm. though it did bring up in me similar feelings just approaching them. Right. Um, Anxiety. Yeah, but I didn't Nervous. check it out. I was right. able to hit it up, and and you know they were calm. Like so, one one of my kids is very much um, uh, okay, and then the other kid, and that and I worry about that, you know, because right. so then I start. He's a yes man. So I'm bringing up. He's all like the one issues. of my sons. He's a yes man. <laughs> hey, will you do this? Yeah. That's and then awesome. the next day, it's not done. Like, <laughs> hey, um, I thought you said remember yes. we talked about this. You need to. Oh yeah, yeah okay. And yeah. then the next day, when it's not done, then the belt comes off. Just kidding. I don't, wow. I don't whip my kids with belts. Excellent. I use my hand. Just kidding. I don't whip them. <laughs> How many abuse jokes can we throw out here? <laughs> um, that just reminds me of a funny story. When, when my kids were young, um, I got along really, really well with... They went to Goddard School. 
and I got along really well with the like the director and the assistant director and when my kids had like a scratch or a bruise we would literally have abuse jokes I would say yeah that's what abuse I would tell them that's what abuse look I'm sorry that's what discipline looks like in my house (laughs) terrible joke (laughs) yes but they knew I was I mean I don't know how they knew I was joking but (laughs) anyways we just had that kind of relationship it was really odd that's funny and these are the people who are the adults who care for them during the day, and we're joking this way. But anyway, um, I obviously don't also like. There's no abuse situations going on, um, and it's they're terrible jokes. I admit that, um, but they are funny sometimes. They are funny. So with the one who's like, okay, um, I want to make sure that because that he's really okay. Yeah, because you're going to go off, and what are you going to think about, and what are the questions you didn't right. ask, right? So I answer every question I could possibly think of, you know. And the other, and my my oldest had questions and was you know calm, but was like, well that's weird, you know. The, his main right. his main stance was that's really odd. So wait, so I'm gonna have a stepmom? Yeah, you are. Well, that's really odd, you know. So you, you know, just really, it's not though. It's not. Well, the way I explain. <laughs> so this is the way I, I kind of explain that to them is. Children have a lot of important adults in their life. Right. Right. Now they're getting an extra one. They're getting an extra one. Teachers are important to you, right? Yep. Um, this mom is and dad another, are. Mom and dad are. And now um, new mom is. And now here's another one. And it can be as much or as little as you want out of right. it, right? It's up to you. Nothing's forced. Um, you can have whatever relationship you want with this person. Um, they, they've been around her a lot over and the past couple years. And she's years. okay with that, whatever they want? You got it, yep. Okay, yep. that's good. Now she has a daughter. Right. Um, she's divorced, has a daughter. And the daughter's adorable, by the way. The daughter is adorable. <laughs> and, you know, we have a very close relationship. Right. Um, so it's Does she call you daddy? She does. She did. Daddy she, Matt? She just, as soon as, as soon as she found out about the engagement, she, she started excited? calling me dad. Um, she's super, su- yeah, super excited. Um, my girlfriend, even fiance, fiance. Um, set, up, set up her phone to record that her telling her daughter. Oh, that's cool. It's in a really adorable video. She's super excited. Um, do you have that video? I, yeah, I do. Okay. I want to watch it when we're done. <laughs> sure. Um, and, uh, anyways, yeah, she's super excited. Now when, when the kid is young, it's different, right? My kids right. are teens. So right. teens definitely hers have a are, different perspective. Hers, are, hers is, uh, she's now six, six, six. Yeah. Six, yeah. So. Started knowing me, um, you know, at four, right? Three years ago to two years ago at yeah, three and four, like really young, like before, wh- like what's the earliest you could remember in your childhood? Like before I, five, not a lot. I remember stuff before five. I, re- I so I learned to swim when I was one, what? and I remember being taught. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Actually, well, I don't remember anything before probably. Five, if I told you how I was taught, things. you'd know why I remember oh, it. Oh, traumatic. No, it wasn't traumatic. I just, so I'll tell you, let's, let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little off topic, but we're going to, we're going to dive in head first, pun intended. Um, my dad was afraid that we were going to drown because there was a lot of canals. It was a farming community, a lot of canals around town. He didn't want us to drown. So he wanted to teach us when we were young. So we started going to the pool when we were, you know, six or nine months and When it came to learning to swim, um, I don't necessarily remember learning to swim. I remember learning to swim on top of the water. Kids usually learn underwater first gotcha. from my experience. So I remember being taught 
how to swim on top of the water. And my dad would put me in, it was like four feet of water, which I was, you know, tiny. So it was deep. Um, and then he would say, okay, swim to me, you know, from the wall. And I'd push off the wall and start swimming towards him. And then he would just back up and back <laughs> up. And we did that all the way across the pool. So it wasn't, it wasn't scary. I just remember it was just hard never being able to get to him until he got to the wall. And then once he got to the wall, then I'd grab him and be like, okay, here, grab the wall. Let's do, it. let's swim back now. Got you. So, but I remember that. It's pretty hardcore. It is. Um, but yeah. there's a good reason for it. So, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I don't have, that's really the only early memories I have. Um, I remember before I started preschool, so that I was pretty young then also, but yeah, but yeah, not, not a lot of memories from before five or six. So, so yeah. So my fiance's daughter obviously probably doesn't remember too much. I mean, she's only six, but it will definitely pre-divorce will fade from her memory. Right. And as far as she knows, I've been in her life. Right. right early on so it'll be like yeah. i was always there and so it is like i was always there already and so we have do you think your kids are going to be jealous of the relationship you have with her daughter um have you talked about that with them i haven't talked to that what i think will actually happen is is she the daughter will be jealous of my relationship with my boys because as, as of right now like we're together all together sometimes but she sees me without them a lot and she gets my undivided attention right and I think and it will be a youngest. little bit surprising to not get my undivided attention. Um, but, um, but yeah, will my boys get jealous of her? I don't know. I know that my kids used to ask, actually, for a sibling years ago. Right. Um, and you're like, here you go. Yeah. This is the best. They're already pre-grown. Except now they're teens. So we're talking about a six-year-old girl. Right. And two teenage they'll boys. They'll do fine with her. They'll do fine with her, I think. I, I think I know they'll do fine with her. But there's also not a lot of commonality, commonality right? unfortunately. Uh, there's just a big age gap. But the thing is, it'll be fine, right? Of course it's going to be weird. We're all going to move in. I've lived there, you know, it's 50% gonna work out. of the time a lot. So for me, it won't be that odd. But right. we're all going to move in, and it's going to be odd for a while for them, for sure. Even odd for me in the fact that they're there. And Are you going to set up their rooms and stuff the same like you did here? You got Similar? It. You got it. That's awesome. So on and that weekend in June, um, they're with their mom, and I will take care of everything. And they'll just start going to a different address, and their rooms will be completely set up the way they are now. And so it'll start with um, with no change that way anyway right in a new place it's a place they've been too many times they're familiar with it um something my oldest son asked me is oh do we have to share rooms now and here we're like yes (laughs) yes no you don't yes with your tv and your xbox so yeah seriously (laughs) um so not only do they get their own rooms but where because they are teenagers who game and the games can be violent as you know Mm -hmm. And there is a six-year-old girl around. They we actually also are giving them a third room, and that's going to be their gaming room. So it's going to have a child lock on it, so she can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, you know what? She's really good about following rules, actually. So I think just you know, explaining the situation will work. Plus, right. by the way, she has her own playroom too. So. So again, I'm in this fortunate situation where I could provide. Right. Right. Not everyone is in that situation. I realize that. Um, but uh, the idea is you to, work very hard for it though so I work very hard for it right. and I, I don't want to you know so the idea of course is to impact them as little as possible right it's again another impact again an unavoidable impact 
they're going to be living, you know, with two new people. But they're still going to be living with you. So that's exactly. Yeah. So it should, it's not this isn't hopefully, a dramatic impact. I don't think. Hopefully they view it as a positive, not a negative. That's yeah. the hope, right? In the long run, I think they will. Um, right. I think they will for sure because I think that I do think that my fiance and her daughter have a lot to offer them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they will find that my fiance um, will be great. You know, there will definitely be no slamming of cabinets or anything. <laughs> Why do you say the, that? Because they don't slam. <laughs> yeah. The soft close. Yeah, slam. you have the soft close. Oh, that's cabinets, right. I, I, right? I, I just, <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. I forgot that we had that conversation. I, yeah. Can't get angry and slam those yeah. cabinets, even if you wanted to. Fridge, however. You could slam can. a fridge. That's true. Yeah. Um, so. But I, I think that they... I think that we all have a lot to offer each other. So I think right. as a as a unit, we're going to do very, very well. Um, so You get what you put in. Exactly. I'm excited to be a father figure right. to her daughter. And I think... A new chapter in life. Exactly. Engaged. You'll be married soon. Yep. Like in at least 10 years. And then uh, it'll be all roses and hearts and rainbows and all that. Yeah. So what what I mean, are your we'll uh, see. <laughs> what are your what are your takeaways from this situation getting divorced and and yeah. all that? So good question. So I I um so part of the things I wrote in Project Happy um were how to be a better partner. Mm-hmm. Um and I am living by those things. I think I know you won't game with us anymore, you jerk. Well that's well, that's true. Like it's that that'll become easier I think when I'm living in one house. So there's a lot of complications to living in mm-hmm. two places and one of them is that. No time. Yeah. Um I think that um yeah, I think you do need to spend time. Yeah, Sorry, definitely. Lee, but you need to spend time with me. I know you need to spend time with your friends too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, 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 I'm going to unfriend you. No, no, so All spending right. time with your friends no, I'm is not, I'm not talking super about important. Facebook. I'm talking about uh-huh. in real life. No. Unfriend. I don't think you can. I don't think you could. <laughs> Let me just look at this face. I don't think it's possible. I challenge you to do so, in fact. No. (laughs) No. Um, But I think that, I think communication, uh, it's so important. Oh, you're going to talk about um, what the changes with you and your fiance that changed. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm kind of getting into that. So, communication is key. I think that, um, that even building it into as a ritual you know, I don't know if ritual is the right word, but planning for communication is important. And so, like, before this podcast started, we were talking. You asked me what I was doing this weekend. Mm-hmm. This weekend is our State of the Union weekend. So we do this thing where... It's not what you're thinking, folks. <laughs> There's not an address coming. <laughs> I might give a speech to her. I don't know. Um, no public speech. But we call it State of the Union because... Um, we, we schedule in once a year a get-together where we disclose all financials. Mm-hmm. Um, so something, by the way, that I like to do in my relationships, and I did this with my ex-wife, I'm doing it with my fiance now, is we keep financial separate. Um, of course, when you, by the way, when you go through it, anyone listening to this, if your financials are separate and you end up in a divorce, the court does not see it that way. So it's not actually separate in any legal form or anything. But um, I, pay, I, I took care of my bills, she took care of her bills, and then we put money into a joint account to pay, to pay joint bills. And it's a set amount every month. Right. And uh, like I literally, it's a I went into mediation with my wife, not even knowing what her salary was. I had no idea what she made. I had a rough estimate and she had no idea what I made. I mean, I would actually tell her when I got raisins. So she probably had a better idea than I knew, but I'm talking, I kept things pretty separate. 
I learned mistakes from that. I learned from that. There were some mistakes made there. Right. There was there was some unknown things that happened. And so in my current relationship, we do this thing, stay of the union. We disclose all financials. There's nothing as a secret. And you keep things separate. Is that your you knee-jerk them separately. Is that your knee-jerk reaction because of no. the situation with your marriage? I no, I just think your it's divorce rather. I wouldn't say it's knee-jerk. I think it's well thought out. I think it's. I think it's important. Yeah, but I mean, is it important to you because of that? Because of what happened with yeah, your, in your I, yeah, that was a lesson learned for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's why I mean knee-jerk. Yeah. Like, whoa, I don't want this to happen again. Yeah. So we're gonna do this. Yeah. So, so uh, why only once a year? Um, I Why mean, not could, once a month? Why not every six months? Well, we make it, so we turn it into a big ordeal where like this weekend we're doing a quote unquote staycation. We're right. going to a hotel. We're spending the whole time just, just us. We're going through financials, discussing um, plans, future plans, how things are going to go. Um, how, are you gonna the, how are you going to pay for the wedding? That, yeah. I'm sure that will come up. No doubt. No <laughs> doubt wedding plans enter this particular one. <laughs> Um, do you, if you feel like you how, you, how, you, doing how she needs a new ring because it's not good enough, right? No, trust me, that ring is good enough. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> There's a difference between my my first engagement where we were, you know, I was like 19, 20, right. um, and you know, minimum wage versus right. being yeah, being an I'm being an know, adult, being an adult. I'm in my 40s, you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that's part. That's just part of the communication. Like communicate, communicate, communicate. Obviously, like so, like. If, well, that's kind of what broke down in your marriage, right? The non-communication, yes, and so non-communication. that's a change. That's good. So there was all kinds of. We didn't talk about relationship problems. We didn't talk about financial stuff, even financial state. We didn't talk about a lot of things, like basically nothing. So, <laughs> I mean, we had a few plans we would talk about here and there, but it right. was like we want a sidewalk on the side of the house, but. Um, so this is very, so I've, I've now committed to, to a good communication. So when you get upset at somebody, it's really hard to communicate in the moment, right. obviously, but I have this rule and I wrote it in, you know, I wrote it in my journal that I would do this and I stick to it where if something upset you, obviously it's difficult to talk about in the moment, but shortly thereafter, you should get to the point where you can talk about it. And right. when you get to that point, do talk about it. Even if it's like. Don't brush it off. Yeah, that one thing wasn't a big deal. It's over. Right. I'm over it. Move on. It may not be a big deal, but it's worth talking. They add up is the problem. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're, it's yeah. worth talking about because of yeah. that. Yeah. All the the little <clears throat> deals become a big deal yep. eventually. So we communicate on all those things. Communicate on if I feel um, I'm not getting what I want out of the relationship. I communicate it. She does the same. And then, of course, we have State of the Union, which covers financials and that kind of stuff. So um, I, I, I remember writing in my, my list of things I want in a relationship. I want to be an open book to somebody, and I want them to return the favor. And so I am an open book to my fiancé. Um, I hide nothing. So final question. Yes. Is it going to be a hyphenated last name? or Are you going to take her name? <laughs> Or is she going to take your name? You hit on a complicated question, sir. Um, it's, so it's undecided. I, am I still going to be able to call you Matt Baldwin? Yeah, you will. So I'm Matt Baldwin. Um, it's undecided, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be anything. But the complication is that um, my kids have my name. Her kid has her ex-husband's name. Right. Therein lies the complication. She did, you could imagine picking your kid up from school or going to urgent care and you have a different last name than your kid. 
right? There are just basic issues with that happens all the time. I'm sure it does, but <laughs> but there's but so, the hyphen will fix that. Yeah, the hyphen would fix that. So or help with that. She's not. Yeah. So what do I think? I, I think she's not going to take my last name, and if she does, it'll be a hyphen last name because she wants to maintain identity of mm-hmm. with her child, right? Which makes sense. I support. By the way, I support anything. It's that's not an issue. You don't care. It's not an issue I care a lot about. Right. Um, she could take any name she wants. I don't mean you don't care. I mean it's not. It's it, not a big. It's issue not a deal breaker. It's not a deal breaker in the right. slightest. I'm good with anything. So that, it's not a concern to me. I'm, but we've talked about it just because, you know, just helping her decide what she wants to do because it is it is something she needs to decide on. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Good question though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was wondering. Maybe yeah. she should just take some name, just somebody, when you get married. Not yours, not... I Actually, I think I had comments... Oh, I actually had said, why don't you just take your parents' name? Take back your maiden name. Right. Um, but again, she wants to keep identity with her child, so I think right. she's going to at least keep that name. So somewhere. my mother-in-law kept her, her name when they got divorced, kept his name, rather. Yeah. She still has it to this day, and the reason she did is because she didn't want her kids to have a different last name than her. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly, that's the issue. No, but she never got remarried. It's, it's so. a problem for, mm. yeah, okay, that's interesting. So it didn't ultimately become that, yeah, that way of an issue. But, but yeah, so for, yeah, it's just, it's sort of the female, it's yeah. a bit of a female issue. Yeah. And I know these days, you know, a lot of, a lot of females just don't, won't even take their, you know, yeah. want to keep their name, which is fine, by the way, no judgment. Mm. Um, I'm sure lots of men are okay with that. I, I would probably be okay with that. Um, and then it doesn't, but then even then, then now you're now, how do you name your kids? Right. So I don't know how, are you going to have kids? How people No. I don't. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, so I'm let are me we take, gonna, I'm are gonna we take an back the no and say, I don't are know. Are we going to make an announcement on this podcast right now? We're, okay. We're going to officially announce. So we've talked, we've talked about the kid thing mm-hmm. and we are both interested. Interested. Okay. Now we'll see how that goes. Um, there's lots of factors now, at play. Matt, she's not listening. Yes. Tell me the truth. I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of factors at play, though, there. Right. Um, you know, obviously, you know our age. Right. A- age is an issue. The older you get, the harder it is. Um, well, and, then, and you're going to both, you know, be older parents. Right. And, and you'll, be, you'll be 60 when, the, if you had a kid immediately, you'd be 60-something before. Right. Yeah. They... And by the way, Go we're not, and, and as you could see, you know, I've kind of gone through the timeline a bit. We're going slow. Yeah. Like when I told my dad that I'm going to propose to her, his response was about effing time. Right. right. Like, so he didn't know why I was waiting so long. Right. Um, waiting. I appreciate w- editing that out, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Beep. You, you were, yeah. So I am taking my time purposely. Right. Um, I'm allowing the situations to heal. I'm allowing myself to, um, find myself again. I feel mm-hmm. like I totally found myself again. Um, I, I think you lost yourself when you stopped playing games with us, man. Um, I'm just joking. No, so I'm still a gamer and I still identify as a gamer. It's still my <laughs> identify favorite. Identify as a gamer. That's I identify as a gamer. <laughs> it's still my preferred form of entertainment by far. And, and I have to, rem- I, I do, by the way, every once in a while, remind my fiance, you know, by the way, my favorite form of entertainment is gaming. Um, it's not that she stops me per se, but we spend a lot of time together right. and um, watch a lot of shows together, and which is are they your shows or her shows? They're her shows, which is okay. I'm I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah, I know, I know. I knew I knew you were going to say that. It is a bit of a pattern, but 
she just um, her tastes do not align with mine. So by the way, one of my favorite shows is So You Think You Can Dance, and listeners can judge me. I <laughs> think you're laughing. I love that show. She loves that show. So it's not like we don't have overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that show to the point where Jake I go to, Paul. When the, that's YouTube, she hates the Pauls. <laughs> just to be clear, and but I can't, you don't. No, I'm so I, I'm wearing Logan Paul pants right now. I don't mind Logan Paul. In fact, I'm wearing his pants. I obviously like the guy. I went through a phase where I really liked him, and then now I, I just think he's okay. He's slightly he's entertaining. Um, Jake Paul, I've always hated, by the way. Okay. So do not associate. <laughs> I don't that know guy. either. I don't. Yeah. I don't know the difference between the two. So. Uh, hilarious story. They're, they're brothers. They're brothers. One is far worse than the other. Far less talented than the other. Right. Interestingly enough, Jake Paul went on tour, and we did. I took my kids to the tour. We I, I we bought the tickets as a joke. It's a very expensive joke. I realize, but we were also um, hoping that Logan Paul would show up on the tour. He didn't. It was a terrible. It was the worst show I've ever seen in my life. It was incredibly boring. It took hours for Jake to even come out. It was full of his fans, which was really weird. There was we did see another YouTuber there though, Plain Rock. I don't know if right. you know Plain Rock. Yeah, you told me about this. And um, Plain Rock was literally there to make fun of it the whole to make a vlog to make fun of it. And, and you're we, in the vlog. We're in his vlog. That vlog, it's got four million views. I'm in a YouTube video with four <laughs> you're million. You're in plus a viral views. video. That's I'm awesome. in a viral video as you know. Um, helping make fun of, you know, Jake Paul. Nice. Take that, Jake Paul. Um, yeah, he walked around with, on his phone, he had this little sign that said, um, you know, uh, can I get a refund? And he walked around with this, can I get a refund thing? It was pretty funny. Um, pretty cool to have met him. My, my son is the one who recognized him. He's like, Dad, I know who that is. I know. And I was like, oh, well, why don't you say him? I don't know. And then I was like, I'll talk to him. And, uh, did you know who he was? I didn't know who he was okay. at the time. I've, I've, I'm now, I watch his, his vlogs every <laughs> once in a while. His, his shtick is, um, destroying old tech. He'll oh, okay. get like an old, uh, Apple laptop and destroy it. An old DS. He just destroys things. It's sort of how he started. And then he hmm. also has a vlog and the vlog is where he went to Jake Paul's show. Anyways, hmm. we don't need to get into plane. I can't believe I'm like <laughs> plugging yeah. plane rock. Um, anyways, nice guy. Lives in Flagstaff just bought a tesla but um yeah anyway so so yeah so things are going well for me i would say overall i think that the kids have adjusted you've adjusted Um, obviously yeah do they wish they had their of course unit back together of course there's no doubt about that so um who wouldn't though right who wouldn't i mean i i don't know what it's like um I had both my parents. I lived in one house. You know, they live in two places. Is that a pain? Is it like Jack is. There's inconveniences, I'm sure, but there's also benefits to it. Yeah. And then, like you said earlier, you know, they hopefully they're seeing better parenting because of it. Mm-hmm. So, well, I appreciate you uh, coming on here and and being so open about uh, talking about your your divorce and yeah and all that. All the joking was just joking. So, um, <clears throat> but I do appreciate it. So. Um, for all the listeners out there, uh, please stay tuned for my next podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye.